0: Very pleased to be joined by the legendary Sabu. Sabu, how are you doing?
1: I'm doing good. Uh, I could be better. I, I don't know if anybody knows, but my girlfriend, she lost her uh, her leg, and uh, so it's been pretty really tough on both of us. But other than that, we're good.
0: Yeah, I was actually going to start on that. How is she doing? What's that again? I'm sorry. How is she doing at the moment?
1: She's doing as good, well as expected. You know, uh, she's taking it harder than I thought she would because. Trying to work a new leg, it's really hard for her to, to walk on an artificial leg, and it's hard for her to get around with one leg and wheelchair and all that bullshit. So, so it's it's really hard on her. It's hard on me too, but not not nearly as hard on her, you know. Yeah. So I, I do I try to do almost everything for her, which is wrong because she has to learn to do it for herself. You know? Yeah. Me, your, me guys are, your guys are guys are sticking together. Oh yeah, yeah. But but me babying her doesn't do her no good. But when she gets stuck or something, I help her. But but I, I try. It kills me not helping her, but they tell me not to.
0: Yeah. Do you want to talk to us a little bit about the fundraiser at the moment? And where you're uh, at with yeah, it?
1: Yeah, we got to go fund me, uh, so she can get a better leg. She has like the cheapest leg now, which is like 15 grand, and uh, that's the leg she has now. But that's a good leg to learn with, they said. But the the one we want to get is about a hundred thousand, where it has like a computer in it, and then she'll be able to climb and walk and all that. But this leg now, it's pretty hard for her. it's heavy. Uh, but but she's getting by, but and but uh, she's learned fast. It's just harder than we thought. Yeah. Way harder than we thought.
0: And uh, with yourself then, uh, with the pandemic coming in, have you got to do any shows lately or anything?
1: No. Uh, w- one reason is I hurt my back in May, but I, and I did two shows since then in October, and I could barely move. And now my back is even worse. So if I get any bookings. I'll take them. And then, 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 uh, if I'm not feeling good a week before, I tell them I. even tell them when I when I take the booking, I tell them I may have to cancel because I'm in pain. If the pain goes away, I'll make it. but If it don't go away, I can't do it. And uh, so I, I've been canceling almost all my wrestling shows. And and, and uh, it's hard for me to leave town with Melissa here by herself. So I had to cancel a couple of uh, autograph signings too. You know, but uh, if you better, I'm gonna have to have it travel with me. Cause we, don't have nobody, I don't have, we live in Las Vegas by ourselves. We don't have any family members or friends to help us. So, uh, Or, or to stay with her when I'm gone. So I, I'd have to take her with me. And, and right now, she's not able. She's too uh, too fragile. But, but
0: hopefully in a month or so, she'll be better. Would she still think about maybe accompanying you to the ring and being part of the show that way? Or is she going to be uh, done with it for a while? Eventually, I want
1: her to. You know, when she gets so good on that leg, because there are legs that you can almost run with. They got, they got like sprinting, sprinting legs, but those are only for running. They're not for walking. I don't want her to have that. But I see these other ones where will work where she can climb and almost run, you know, jog. And, and when she gets what leg like that, that, then I'll bring her to the ring. I'll still bring her to all the shows to do autographs, but I, I don't want her to, to do anything towards the ring, but she can really work her leg.
0: Yeah. And getting back to yourself then, uh, to the very beginning, how did you get into wrestling?
1: Wow. Uh, how did I get into wrestling? Yeah. Well, when I was in seventh grade, I, I wrestled in, in junior high and I quit because I, it sucked. And then in eighth grade, I stuck with it. And then in ninth grade, I stuck with it took second in the city, and it, this is all amateur. Then I wrestled three years varsity uh, in my high school. Not not great, but it was only preparing me for my uh, for pro wrestling. That was all my thought was, making me a better pro wrestler. So when I went out to, the, the, I did five years of wrestling, one year of partying, then I got shot. When I got shot, I got shot in the face. So yeah. not going my, te- not my te- teeth up in my throat and stuff. Uh, uh, I got shot. So when I got out of the hospital four days later, I called my uncle and said, I want to be a wrestler. He said, of course. I go, how did you know I want to be a wrestler? He goes, every time I every time I went up to visit him, I would just stare at him. I, he, he'd be mean to me, but I wouldn't say nothing. I'd just stare at him. And he knew I was studying him. I was still looking at him. I was studying him. And I never looked at wrestling. I studied him. Like, that was my homework to see how they do things, and see how I shouldn't do things. Wait. And then that, that was when I was 19 years old, and I came up to my uncle, I told him that, and then I lived with him for, for seven or eight months, and I didn't see, only thing I did was set the ring up in the morning, tear it down at night, never working it. Now for seven months, I never did nothing in the ring, he didn't let me. I only did the yard work, housework, and set the ring up, and, set, and tear the ring down all by itself. And, and it's a two-man job, but I did it myself he wouldn't let me go in the ring and, and use it. So after seven or eight months, he finally let me go in the ring and wrestle, learn to wrestle.
0: You, you learned your trade by, and a lot of independent people that go into the business kind of start off doing that, kind of working for free and doing bits and pieces just to help the show come along. Yeah. Uh,
1: when I started, uh, when I started training, I refereed and set the ring up, for, you know, for my shows. And yeah. I practiced before the show, just with anybody who would practice with me, you know, and, uh, uh, so that's how uh, I learned that I learned it by studying it by being a referee. That's the best way the next after you you learn how to work and the next step before you have a match you should referee for a little while. just to see how they do it and see how they shouldn't do it. But that most thing Michael said watch TV wrestling and see what not to do. You'll see these guys look fake and all this stuff and, and they all do at the time everybody was doing elbow drops. That was a big thing during championship wrestling, everybody did an elbow. And my uncle said, you see that? I go, yeah. He goes, you know why do they do that? I go, no. He goes, because it's easy. So you don't do it. I almost never drop the elbow because of that. Only sometimes. It was true. Too- yeah.
0: And how did the move come about off the top rope with the chair?
1: Uh, I was in Japan and I got, I was trying to think of a new way. Every time I went to Japan, I come up with some new moves. Uh, one or two new moves every time I went to Japan. I went to Japan for three years. I more you' the and W. I mean, I yeah. invented a new move, almost two or three moves every time I had a tour. So I, I was trying to think of something new with the chair, and that top rope was the next thing. You know.
0: And in in terms of Japan, like a lot of pro wrestlers and people talk about it and say like it's probably the best place they've ever wrestled because of the respectful nature of the crowd and different things like that. Is would that be one of your favorite, if not your favorite place you've wrestled? Japan?
1: Uh, it's my favorite place to wrestle. Because of the wrestling fans, and because of wrestling, I, I, you know, I hope my wrestling, my Japanese fans don't hear this. But, but I, I Japan sucks, you know, the, the, <laughs> the country sucks, it's crowded, it smells bad, everything's expensive, and but but they're very nice people. I just don't like, you know, I, I, I used to love going there because of the wrestling. I told anybody, if you go to Japan, if you don't love wrestling, you're not going to like it because if, if you're the high spot of the day was wrestling, so the wrestling it didn't matter to me. I didn't care about as long as I got to wrestle.
0: One of our famous wrestlers from from Ireland from learned David. a lot of a lot of trade over in Japan. Finn Balor, have you seen much of him, Sabu? Finn Balor?
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. Dog. Yeah. Okay, that's not his real name, but, uh, Debit, Oh yeah, F- Fergal
0: Devitt.
1: There you go. Okay, yeah, he's yeah. great. He's one of my favorite. He was my favorite before he went to WWE. I knew him in Ireland for for a few years, and uh, and, and he's fantastic. I I, met, I I started liking him when he was the New Japan. Yeah,
0: Prince Devitt. He was known as.
1: Well, what drew me to him really was his eyes. His eyes just looked funny. So I, so I looked into him and watched the matches. I said, Wow, this guy's great. Yeah. I, I don't want to wrestling because uh, I don't like wrestling guys my size or, or guys like me. I like wrestling big guys who do power stuff and don't fly. You know, wrestling him would be a, a flying thing, back and forth, back and forth, flying. You know. Yeah. And I kind of don't like those matches. Uh, yeah. They're cool sometimes, but I'd rather have a big guy. My my dream match is Brock Lesnar. If I could wrestle Brock Lesnar, I'd retire. I, I'd, get, I'd get the best shape of my life. If they gave me two months, I'd be in the best shape of my life, and, and, and I'd retire. If win, lose, or get killed, I, I would love it. Yeah.
0: Do you want to see, read it? See,
1: my, uh, Brock Lesnar is my type of opponent.
0: One high flyer that you did have multiple matches with across the globe was Rob Van Dam. Do you still keep in contact with Rob Van Dam?
1: Yeah. Speaking of Van Dam, I got his uh, CBD uh, badge on me, and he has CDD gummies. RVD CBDs and rubbing stuff, muscle rub. <laughs> and and uh, uh, his Instagram is RVD CBD. Uh, I don't know if you know, but I have a a book out. I wrote.
0: Yeah, I've seen this. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and uh, and this is a coloring book. I, I had, but it's not for sale yet, so I don't know what to do yet. But uh, it, it's it's pretty cool. It's Sabu versus the, little, the three little pigs, and I helped write the story, and I didn't do the artwork. I had a guy do that but it's a coloring book, and it's, I think it's kind of cool. That's
0: that's surprising. I wouldn't uh, associate you with a coloring book. That,
1: that, that's why I did it. Yeah. <laughs> it's bedtime stories, but it's not for kids. <laughs> 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 people it, get killed and ate up and something. Excuse me. Yeah. One second, yeah. what? Oh, you know, in the back, it has three pigs killed and hanging on, <laughs> hanging on the grass. They don't work. Look, uh, what can I do for you? What's next? I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> yeah, in, in terms of um, ECW, the original ECW that uh, that you were in, like, who was your favorite opponents in that promotion?
1: Well, my favorite rivalry was Taz. My favorite opponent was Rob Van Dam, but that's cheating because I, I trained him. So uh, we hardly talked w- with him. We talked a few spots, and that was it. We didn't plan a match. We didn't have to. We took it by ear. That's how we were both taught. I'll taught me how to react on my feet, not remember. Who cares? He goes, who cares to remember? Who cares what you're going to do? And a good wrestler and a great wrestler reacts. A, a good wrestler remembers. A great wrestler reacts. That yeah, had a full yes. A good wrestler remembers. A great wrestler reacts.
0: And in, ter- in terms of that transition then from when ECW finished and then when WWE got involved, and then done the first few one-night stands. Did you enjoy the the original one-night stands before the the direction that they took ECW, you know, down the sci-fi route with the one-hour show and completely changing it from hardcore to wrestling?
1: Are you talking about the WWE ECW or the original ECW?
0: The WWE ECW. Did you enjoy Uh, any of that?
1: I enjoyed the one-night stands. They let me do what I wanted to do and and that was pretty cool. Uh, That was great. Uh, but I didn't like it. I liked the first couple months because they stuck to their word. They said, we're going to keep Sabu like he is. He's going to get a manager to talk for him and, you, and you're going to stay the way you are and we're gonna, and you're going to be the top guy in ECW. I said, okay, fine. I come in. They did that for a little while but and, and Paul was uh, the booker then. Then they fired Paul and, and it changed. They tried to make me talk. I was losing to everybody. Uh, I put everybody over and they and they're tried to make me talk. Now I, I, I would have been a little happier putting people over if they didn't make me talk. you know. So when they made me talk, I didn't purposely do it bad, but it looked pretty bad. So I thought yeah. they're gonna give up on me, but they didn't. They go, no, do it again, do it again. They'd give me a script, like a uh, hundred words, 50 of them I've never said in my life. So I would <laughs> I said to them, I didn't even know what they were. You know? And they gave me a script and, and, and they go, read it and memorize it. And, I, and I'm reading it for like minutes 15 minutes and they go, are you ready? I said, I'm not even done. I'm not even close to done. I'm still in the first paragraph. <laughs> you know, because when there are words, I don't know, it's hard to know, hard to remember them. Not that I didn't know them, words I don't use. They're having yeah. to speak and act like somebody else, you know, like a normal guy. Uh, and and they even said, no accent. Like, I wasn't going to put an accent anyways. But uh, but if I had to talk, I should have an accent. But they said, no accent, but talk normal, be yourself. I said, this ain't myself. I said, I said, how about this? Check this out. Hold on. I'm sorry. This is the script, right? I said, how yeah. about this? <laughs> I and walked away. And I, and, and I, I was serious and, and working. I, I thought maybe they would like that because that was what I would do. That's what I did, anyways. And they said, no, not good enough. So I, I walked away. This was Stephanie McMahon trying to make me talk before Vince was there trying to make me talk. And yeah. he had to say, uh, "I'm sabu, homicidal, genocidal, suicidal." And and I had to say, "Homicidal stop," then, they edit. "Suicidal stop," and they edit it. like that. So I didn't say sabu, uh, suicide, whatever, Genocide. I said sabu, and then ah uh, fuck, oh yeah, uh, I'm genocidal, uh, I'm suicidal. But then they cut out the, the knife and made them put it together and it looked like I said it all together. And then uh, they didn't try to make me talk ever after that. <laughs> <laughs> and it did suck. But, but, and I said, you know, can I have a manager talk to me? This Umaga has that. I said, I've been doing this before Umaga was born. And they go, not here. I, I jumped off the chair one time and did my uh, air sabu in the corner. They go, what are you doing? That, that's Jeff Hardy's move. I go, no, I invented it. They go, you didn't invent it here. That's his. We believe that. Jesus. <laughs> and, and 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 the originally or the the fucked up ECW. We didn't even have a hardcore match sometimes. We went to te- uh, uh, Arizona one time and there wasn't a, a table broken, no 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 street fighting, nothing, no match. And all night long people were chanting Sabu and Van Dam, table table table. We go out there, we don't break it, we don't break it, we don't do any of our hardcore stuff because they said we couldn't. No chairs. Go no fighting out of the ring, pulling one or two guys out of the ring. Which we said, fuck, we don't need guys, we need some hardcore. But anyway, so the people kind of thought we were lazy or, or taking a day off because we didn't want to play hardcore, but we did. But they didn't let us. All it was was WWE or ECW with, with WWE. You know, it was the same thing. There was no difference. It was three different. Yeah. levels. After you
0: could see that you could you could see them uh, phasing it out, transitioning it out, just a normal WWE television after a while. But you've Very been over scary. here yeah. again. I'm sorry. Uh, I said you've been over here in Ireland a few times. And you well, were here with the American Wrestling Rampage and I yeah. seen you at the show with OTT in, yes. Uh, yes. in the Tivoli Theatre. What did you make of that show? Did you enjoy coming over here?
1: Oh, I loved it. I broke my ribs that time with OTT. I hit the fucking barrier or something. I, I, see, I, I
0: seen you up. I was, I was there that night and I seen you hit the barrier. Oh.
1: That that was tough. that was stiff. That hurt bad. That hurt me for about six months. But anyways, yeah, I love going there. The people are great. Uh, the boys are even greater. Everybody is very respectful to me. You know, you know, they're they're awesome. And they're good wrestlers. Very good wrestlers. Every one of them. is. Not every Ireland guy, but everyone for OTT. Everyone for Rampage. They were all good. There was no bad wrestlers. The worst wrestlers were the American guy who what they brought in. <laughs>
0: I don't think so. I remember meeting you in the pub that night afterwards and you had broken your rib and you were just there in the pub with a pint of Guinness. No problem.
1: <laughs> yeah. As long as I didn't breathe too much, I was good. <laughs>
0: you, you, like you were just there and you were real like, you wouldn't even know that you'd broken your rib. You were just like, ah, another day at the office, yeah?
1: Yeah, I take it in stride. It's like, uh, you know, I wish losing the leg happened to me because I, I'd be able to take it a little bit better. Right now, it's, I'm not taking it that good because I see her in pain. So it kills me to see her like that. I'd rather, I'd rather be the one take, doing the pain. Pain yeah. don't bother me that much. It was never, uh, I was never scared of getting hurt. Uh, I was cautious sometimes, but not scared. And didn't, didn't matter if I got hurt. It was fine, long, long as I, I didn't really break nothing or break my neck, you know, getting hurt, breaking a rib. That, that's okay, as long as it ain't too bad. I broke both my hands on the same wrestling tour. I broke my hand on the first day, and then three weeks later, I broke my other hand on the last day. So, so I came along with two broken hands. And I took it to stride, and I wrestled. But the same day I got back, the very same day in New York. It looks like I, you, like I had boxing gloves on, but it was
0: <laughs> <branding>. <laughs> Do you see much of AEW?
1: AEW? Oh, on TV I do, yes. I watch that more than WWE, because... Uh, there's no shot of me ever going to WWE again, and there may be a shot to go to e AEW. Maybe, you know.
0: Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised to see you on AEW at well, some point.
1: I, I want to change my wrestling. I want to wrestle like my uncle. You know, cause, uh, he he hardly took bumps and he stabbed out only hardcore only blood matches, stuff like that. I think Cody Rhodes would like that because it would be you know Dusty Rhodes versus The Sheik if I wrestled him. You know, him versus me would be like The Sheik. And I, yeah. And I think I could. his blonde hair in his forehead. He bleeds good. And, and <laughs> <laughs> but but I'm gonna change my when I wrestle again. I'm gonna change my style and really not do too much flying stuff. I'll st- I still do top rope stuff. But I'm gonna wrestle like my uncle, a gouger. You
0: know, yeah.
1: But rip, rip, uh, yes,
0: hair. Sting so, came but, back there a while ago. So you know, there's opportunities there for everyone. It seems.
1: Yeah. 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 I, I uh, there's a lot. of Yes, there's a ton of opportunities. They're looking for. They're, they're always looking for talent. WWE's looking for. Always looking for talent too. But they're assholes, and they get all the talent. But AE, AEW, I don't know them personally, but it looks like they're pretty cool. You know, they let a lot of young guys do their stuff. I wouldn't let them do their stuff. You know, like like a lot of the guys, they all do kind of not the same dive, but they dive after five dives, and that's ridiculous. You know. But anyway, yeah. I like AEW.
0: Yeah, I like AEW because it's a lot more. Storyline based now as well, whereas WWE just seems to be full on wrestling with no character developments and no personalities. What do you think?
1: Well, if I'd known that, actually, I like that. I didn't know they didn't have angles Uh, because wrestling itself. Sorry, my lips are dry. I got water. Yeah. I think wrestling itself can make its own angle. Uh, Put me with Tab, and then have. We make a may- angle during the match, not free determined. When I wrestled him, I was only supposed to be one time. But, but we kept adding having another match, another match, and finally we had a one year feud, you know, where he what he called me out for a year. So and that wasn't planned. That that happened. So you know, one day he got mad and said, Fuck you, what about Taz? Fuck Samu. Everyone could say Samu. you He's like, Fuck him. You know, and that was his first promo he did. He spoke from the heart and that's what made him him being so pissed at me and going going out of character because before that he didn't talk. He was, uh, he was Fred Flintstone. <laughs> he was a fur thing and uh, caveman, but he was Tasmaniac. But but so when he first cut a promo, he, he didn't cut a promo. He he, he 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 spoke about to me that he was pissed. What about me? Fuck Sabu, you no. Know? And I go, that's everybody looking at me like, are you mad? I go no, listen to these people. They're booing him. He's a real heel now. You know, back you know, in ECW, it's hard to be a real heel because the heels are the babyface. That's why wow. I got over so good. I was a heel babyface. I tried to be a heel, and they like that. They, they, you know, I cheated and made it legal. <laughs> you know?
0: One of those things I, I you reminded me of at ECW was the night that the Dudley boys at Heatwave, do you remember when they went crazy and... Oh, yeah. We're going on about sucking dick and everything like that. But that was meant to be heelish, but the crowd absolutely it up and they loved it.
1: Yeah, exactly. When you can get the people that hate you, you're doing your job. Even if it causes a riot, that's doing your job. You want those people to really hate you. Not, not just like your wrestling hate you. My uncle, they didn't care about his wrestling. They hated him. So he had death threats and, and, and all kinds of shit. And, and I had a, a, a lot of people for him. You know, I had to kick people's ass who got close to it, and, and I did that a lot. I was a bodyguard for, for 18 years. I was a bodyguard. But anyway, yeah. uh, when you, when people believe that you're, you're really mean and dirty, you draw more people. It don't make sense, but it does. They hate them so much, they want to see them again. <laughs> you know, that's that kind of crazy.
0: Yeah. Who's the toughest person you've ever fought, or is that an unfair question? Um, Who's the uh, stiffest person?
1: The stiffest or toughest? Both. Okay, the stiffest. Uh, I can't think of. Everybody was stiff, kind of. Um, well, uh, well, what was up with stiffest and what else?
0: And toughest.
1: And toughest. Toughest would probably be Rob Van Dam. He, he's pretty tough. He's hard to hurt. Like a lot of guys try to hurt him, and they may give him a black eye, but they don't hurt him. Like they don't break nothing, and he's never broke nothing. Uh, I, well, he broke his leg, his foot one time. That's but I, I broke a bunch of things and uh, kind of fixed them myself. I didn't even go to the hospital, like a collarbone. I didn't even go to the hospital. And my shoulder, I didn't for a while. But anyways, um, Rob Van Dam is about the toughest. Really, he's tough, like retarded tough. Uh, uh, the other one would probably be Mike Austin. He, yeah. he, he was pretty stiff. But uh, in Japan, that's okay. Uh, in the States, it's not okay. But when we came to ECW, we made it okay. The ECW was the first company where if you hurt your opponent, you didn't, get, you didn't get reprimanded for it. You got a pat on the back. If you're those going <laughs> out, oh, hey, good way to go. And the guys come back with no tooth, look at that, I love my tooth. Even if they were happy to get hurt, happy to be still. I swear they were. And that's where the when they did the chair shots, they put their hands down and don't block because they were trying to show how tough they were. To me, I think it's stupid because it looks fake. Yeah, you're taking a hard shot to the head, but if you're, if you're really fighting, you block it. And if you want it to hit your head, do a late lock where you don't get it. But sitting there like this, taking it, I think that, that's very stupid. can't just
0: brain damage, stupid looking. stupid for In terms of the future then for yourself to wrap things up, um, what are your plans and where can we catch you on social media?
1: Just put the autobiography. Yes, it's out. It's for $40 plus, 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 uh, And, and, uh, it's pretty good. But, um, Um, my uh, my Instagram is the real Sabu ECW, and uh, my Twitter is at the real Sabu ECW, and my yeah. Facebook is Terry Brunk. Uh, I hate that name, but I, but they made me use it. Okay, uh, you can you can get my book uh, from uh, ECW dot ECW Sabu dot com and at the real Sabu ECW, you can order the book that way.
0: Perfect. Well, Sabu, it's been a pleasure, and I thank you very much for your time this evening.
1: Thank you. Uh, this was uh, better than I thought it was going to be. It was very yeah. RVD this is a RVD CBD. Here, I'll to look at it better. Can you see
0: it? RVD CBD.
1: Yes. It's good yeah. stuff, and he doesn't pay me to do it. I do it because he's my friend, and I think uh, he deserves it. But anyways, thank you very much.
0: We'll hopefully see you in Ireland again. If you enjoy the content on our channel, we'd appreciate a subscription. Thank you.